Welcome to Courageous Me, your go-to podcast if you're looking for inspiration and the confidence to put the spark back into your life. Hi, I'm your host, Kim Payne, and I'm on a mission to empower professional women to live kick-ass liberated lives where they're seen, heard, and fully valued. Join me on a journey to reignite your passion, get clear on your purpose, and to put more fun into all you do. To declare to that beautiful human staring back at you in the mirror, you've got this. If that sounds like you, let's do it. Welcome to another episode of the Courageous Me podcast. And today I am joined by the very clever and talented Ksenia Belova, who is a personal branding photographer and empowerment coach extraordinaire. And interestingly enough, she has got to be one of the most beautiful souls, I think, to embrace this planet. And also super, super high energy. So I guess uh, putting the two of us together is going to be an interesting one in terms of energy on this Ksenia. But just for those who don't know you, can you just give us a little bit of a background around how did you come to be doing the work you're doing with the people that you do it with? Thank you so much, Kim, for, um, first of all, for having me here and for the beautiful introduction. Um, So for me, energy is everything. So all my work that I do is uh, all around energy. So I have to be really high energy to be able to deliver the results to my beautiful clients and to really create the best experience. Um, And in terms of my background... um, well, if my personal background, uh, I'm coming from Russia, moved to Italy uh, when I was 17, that moved to Australia 12 years ago, became a photographer. So this is a short, short story. Uh, and then I started working, different events in my life um, brought me to personal development. And so I started doing a lot of personal development and really being aware of the importance of the energy both for myself, for my well-being, and also for my work. And the more I work on myself, the more, um, you know, the better results I get and the best, the more I enjoy my work and the more aligned I am. Yeah, so what work do you actually do? Tell me a bit more about that because I know that that's how we initially were introduced. Yes, so I am a personal branding photographer and empowerment coach um, and I work predominantly with women and um, I, um, I help business women in service, um, usually service-based, purpose-driven women uh, to get out there, to show themselves out there uh, in order then to connect with their audiences, to, um, to really show themselves authentically and you were a perfect example of someone who was like really during our photo shoot really bold really like yes I'm doing it I'm just going all in so yeah but do you know what I I give you credit for this because I've had a lot of photo shoots over my life I've had to just through work and trying to at least keep any visuals of me reasonably up to date and we do tend to change as we get older You were the only one, though, that I'd ever come across that you actually wanted to know about me as a person before we did the photo shoot. You wanted to know about the things that were important to me, the things that made me tick. 
And I remember even doing the photos and, you know, sometimes sitting there smiling for two or three hours is not always the easiest thing, but it felt so like an empowerment journey doing that with you. And when I then got the photos back, I felt like I could see my soul in that reflection. I have never experienced that before. Tell me about that. How do you do that and why do you do it? Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> emotional. <laughs> um, how do I do it? I do it <laughs> intuitively. I'm really connected with my intuition. I am very, I think one of my superpowers, biggest superpowers is connection and reading people and tapping into their energy. Again, energy comes up even here because it's all about, uh, for me, it's all about really understanding and feeling the person and feeling what, what stage they're at. Um, and with everyone, I, I'm like a chameleon. I'm, I'm different with different clients. So if for someone like you who is very high energy, I would be even higher energy on the shoot. So I'll push your limits. I'll push your boundaries because I want you to get out of, your, out of your comfort zone and really, you know, do something that you have never done. <laughs> With other clients who are a little bit more conservative, um, I have different approach. So I just feel what's best for everyone and I flow. I dance literally and, and metaphorically. I literally just, we dance together because it's never just me um, you know, guiding my clients. It's also my clients trusting me, surrendering, and we are creating the magic together. It's never one side. It's like a two-side conversation. When it flows, the best results are created. So I think the secret is just really trusting on both ways. And how do you do that? Because, I mean, it, in theory, that sounds amazing. And by the way, having experienced it firsthand, I know that it's not just metaphoric. It is actually how it works. It felt like we were dancing. That's exactly how it felt. How do you, why, where did this come from? Okay, because photography is photography and there's plenty of photographers around there. So... Yes, it was intuitive, but tell me more about that. And also, you know, you said you were very big into personal development. And what set you out on that journey? And how does that journey then play into what you're doing? Very good question, Kim. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so my intuition, I've always been intuitive, but my intuition started growing with the trust in myself and with self-belief. Um, and that came out of personal development because the more I learned about myself, the more I understood that there is nothing wrong with me. There is nothing to fix that I am who I am. There are things to work on, you know, past traumas and different things in the past. Um, but I am who I am. I am a whole human being and I'm good enough right now. And that self-belief and that confidence is of being worthy, of love, of a successful career, of a beautiful home, like of living in a great country, all this comes, like aligns with the intuition as well, because everything I do um, just happens because I manifest it 
and it just all flows a lot of circumstances things happen and a lot of synchronicities as well uh, which again it just proves that if I set my mind on something things happen um, and uh, to answer your question about personal development, so the first thing that really triggered uh, the personal development journey was my divorce. Yes, so. Tell me uh, that, Josh. <laughs> and so, how old were you? So this was uh, five years ago, um, and I went through, it was not like a bad divorce, but obviously any divorce, any relation, like end of relationship is really hurtful. And, you know, there was a lot of grief um, But I've realized that I have completely lost myself in my marriage. My choice, like nothing, it was a like, beautiful relationship for 10 years. But um, I just, I didn't know who I was anymore. And when we ended the relationship, I realized I, I didn't know who I was. And I went into a dark space and I realized that I really had to find some external help. And this is how, again, things happened. And I've met the right people who helped me along the journey. And I've done a lot of healing. Um, I've done, during lockdowns, I've done NLP training and became uh, NLP master coach. So it it just all again all happened because there was so much curiosity to get to know myself and to re not even reinvent to to re uh, reconfirm myself and um, find who who I was truly not just a wife of oh but- absolutely and personal development is a journey right I don't think I don't think I know anyone on the planet who's embarked on this journey and gone okay fully now I'm fully developed I'm a human in its entire form off we don't need to do any more of that so has the journey been a smooth ride for you no (laughs) (laughs) it's a definite no okay Um, tell me about it so I guess it's all up ups and downs um it's a very exciting journey. Uh, sometimes things that you discover and when you really uh, strip off the layers, they might be very uncomfortable. They might be um, disappointing because we have sometimes a vision of ourselves uh, in, of a certain way and then you find out that, ooh, maybe that's not exactly how it is. Um, you get disappointed because you set high expectations, right? Um, and so, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of always been up and down because uh, sometimes when you go in the... Which is totally fine because everything is balanced. It can't be always up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's quite a lot of shadow work as well and acceptance of the parts of yourself um, that are still part of you. And which is I actually found recently because <laughs> I've I've been through a bit of a roller coaster um, uh, in in my life uh, recently for different reasons. But I found that there were some parts that I've never accepted that I've always run away from, um, and uh, so it's been an interesting journey to observe also and find out like what real self-love is that is different for what I thought it was 
Oh, can you tell me about that? So where have those differences really played out between so what you thought self-love was yeah. and what you're experiencing self-love in reality? So from I thought, and I'm, I'm a big on self-love, I always talk about uh, self-love and, you know, love yourself and everything else. Um, it's very easy to love someone who is always positive, always happy, a good girl, right? Um, so what I have found out like in the recent uh, experiences that there were some parts that were not as good girl parts <laughs> um, and I didn't want to actually accept them I was rejecting them but reali I realized that I was rejecting them all the time and it just like one morning I woke up and I burst into tears because I realized that if I don't accept these parts that are still part of me, I don't love myself fully. Are you able to share an example of that just so that, you know, somebody listening in would go, ah, that's what she means? Um, well, I've had some um, work on ego and ego came up um, and there was a lot of uh, conflict between myself and self-judgment of the way I felt about myself and about some other people and and again I I tend not to judge at all because everyone has their story everyone has their journey but I found myself actually like I was aware because I'm very self-aware I was aware that I was judging myself for and doing guilt trips um, of feeling resentment, feeling judgment, and um, yeah, just I was feeling that I was not being the good person, even though not, nothing, you know, nothing really major, but it was just like the, inter the t internal dialogue, so I was constantly in conflict with myself, like, oh, you need to be this, because this is who you are. But then my, my subconscious and my heart was like, no, but I don't feel this. And so then it's, it's mind and heart crashing. And um, yeah, so it's a, it's a lot of kind of different realizations. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that mind and heart clashing. And just that's interesting. You know, we often are subject to the expectations that others have on us and what society has on us. And like, I should be that good girl or I should have felt like that. Yes. But then the reality of it not playing out. So how do you address this? Like, what have you done? You know, you've got this realization that there's this clashing of the head and the heart. So where did you go to, to try and get them back more in alignment with each other? Um, so first of all, I was sitting with it. I allowed myself to feel, because I have a lot of tools on, um, through all the courses that I've done and what I've studied, I have a lot of tools to shift um, states of mind, you know, of mind and just an energetic state. But I decided actually not to do it because I had a, I had this like really strong, um, again, intuition uh, that I had to sit with it. I had to experience the wholeness of that um, downside, of that low end 
of state because I'm very energetic. I'm always like, go, 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 you know, like, and here I was on the other end. So I was like an Alice in Wonderland looking, picking in, obviously hurting because it is painful. It is very uncomfortable, but I was picking in and like, oh, okay, let's see. And just observing, sitting and observing. But knowing that any time I could, I could rely on people and external help because I'm surrounded by my amazing network that I can go to and then they can help me shift if I'm really stuck. Um, and also, again, giving me self-love. But self-love in this case was just giving myself permission to be without any judgment. So that was the big, like really surrender. This was a really good exercise and experience of true surrender. Like floating, yeah. floating on water, literally. Mm -hmm. And just without like trying to, because what happens is when you try and force yourself to get out of it, like at any, you know, because obviously it's uncomfortable. You don't want to sit in that state for long. And you try to get out. And if you're in the water, you would drown if you just try too hard because you will lose energy. You will become tired. Your muscles become tired. You can't breathe anymore. So here I was just, okay, I'll just wait for, for help. Um, well, and yeah, I can imagine sitting with the discomfort um, is not pleasant, especially when you're someone who knows that you can get out of it at any time through your own training, the tools you've got access to, and a really strong support network. What do you think the benefits, and that's courageous too, I mean, given this whole theme is about courage and being courageous, what benefits do you think it's given you in your life, in your work and whatever, having sat through that discomfort, given that you are someone that is so upbeat and positive and high energy most of the time, yet what are the benefits of doing that? Um, appreciation of the highest, high energy state. Um, realization that everything has a balance black and white you can't have light without the darkness and this was a perfect example for me because i haven't really experienced it to this degree because i've always run away from it i was grabbing a ticket and flying somewhere and distracting myself why didn't you run this time i couldn't the universe created the situation. I had no passport. I had other commitments. I could not literally leave. So I was, I was meant to be and to experience it. And I have really, I think the level of compassion and empathy um, have increased a lot. I am very compassionate and empathetic, but having experienced it myself i now know what people go through and how it can feel and the i i felt as if i was feeling hurt and pain for the whole humanity and um it's it's really hard to explain but i just felt that it was just so big but i still had to had this experience to again get to the next level of understanding of humans and getting really oh, tuning into all the all the different facets 
not just the you know the the happy the happy side happy side is good but it can't be always happy it's unhealthy actually well it's not normal either i mean i I come from a long line of very very happy people and there, there has to be some balance yeah you know, even you can't keep your phone on charge 100% of the time. It, it needs to actually wear down and then turn off at some point. Otherwise, it goes crazy. So, yeah. And so with all of that and someone who is very, very self-aware and very attuned to your own emotion and the messages that it's giving you, what do you reckon one of your biggest fears is? <laughs> And this is something that I've actually also uh, realized recently. And I was surprised because um, I have, I've never been scared of failure because I have uh, proved myself that whatever I do, I actually can manage to do it well, or I just don't do it. (laughs) But what I've discovered is the opposite. I, I had fear of success oh now this is one i love tell me about it what is because i'm sure there's people going out there thinking what what do you mean fear of success what's that i was i was also shocked um when through different thoughts and you know going really deep and with different sessions i realized that that was it so what happened is last year i had the best year in my business, in my personal life. Like everything was just so big. Like a lot of things happened. I won awards. I wrote a chapter in a multi-author uh, book. Um, I uh, It was like financially the best year, best clients, like very everything in flow, everything easy, everything coming to me. And I froze. I, at a certain point, again, one, one morning I woke up and like, what if, like, what if I lose this momentum? So I started overthinking my head instead of just being and enjoying the flow, catching the momentum and just like really enjoying that state because I've worked so hard. And then when I got it, I was like, oops, what do I do with it? And what if, you know, this all finishes how will i feel or i started getting invitations to different things that were bigger than i thought like even writing a book was like a really big thing like very out of my comfort zone um and uh i felt like oh maybe yeah like if i become too successful then i won't have time so i started overthinking and and seeing what success is like real success you know and like i won't have time or people will see me as arrogant or like there were so many different things that came into place and i literally just put a break and wow. and and so i had to do uh quite a few work on that too like a lot of like different sessions to really uncover where it was coming from and a lot of things were coming from my childhood obviously like as as we know um and uh there were quite a few things that i didn't even think that they were just in my subconscious and so i was connecting success to those episodes or what i've experienced with my parents and etc and i'm like oh i don't want to go there but it's only because i switched on my I put my brain there and I got my brain to uh, like my mind to actually 
get control, which I shouldn't have done. I should have just, again, surrendered to the experience. But isn't it funny because most people start going down a journey because things have gone pear-shaped. So, for example, your personal development journey started when you went through a divorce. Here you are on the flip side. You've had your best year ever. You've won awards. Congratulations. And you've written a chapter in a book, which I have read and I've loved, which was about you. And I know that would be vulnerability in its own right. So on the top of all of this, this is where you've gone, wow, these feelings and these things are coming out that you need to address. And yet that's at the top of your game. So what do you think has been a turning point and do you think you're still in that place or do you feel more comfort with success where are you at at the moment uh i am in a very good place right now um i think that my my like my strength is that i can concentrate all the feelings and just decide put myself put a deadline to a, a state and say okay by that date I'm out of it and this is it is so I'm, I'm very organized <laughs> with, with myself um, but what um, in terms of uh, I am very comfortable because I have done different energy sessions to um, to reduce the charge of the emotion of the negative emotion that was sitting and it was there was a lot of grief sitting in me that I associated with success everyone will have different feelings obviously we're all different so everyone has different uh, reasons of of feeling different fears right so for me it was a lot of grief and loss of different things um, again connected to my childhood um, and so once I reduce the charge of that emotion, so I don't, I'm not triggered by that anymore. So when you have, you don't have triggers, that means that you're like, okay, all right. And you just keep flowing and you know, the engine is up and running again. I put some oil in it and now it's smoother. <laughs> it's funny how engines work better with oil. Says me whose car broke down one day because the engine sees and when the RACV came, they said, uh, <clears throat> you need to put oil in your car. It's now completely broken and dead. So, yes, <laughs> even humans need oiling, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, can I ask you, you said earlier on about your identity and who you thought you were and that through a lot of the personal development realised maybe you weren't that person. How big a role do you think our, our identity and who we think we are versus who we are plays out in our everyday? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I think for me it was all about conditioning and how I brought up um, and a lot of projections that uh, my parents, my mom had on me well, obviously not like with good intentions, but it's a lot of um, thoughts that she... So she wanted me to become someone who she never managed to become. So she wanted me to be little her. And what and, did that involve? What was little her doing? Uh, but she wanted me to work in a hotel and be like a, a hotel manager. 
she wanted me to speak different languages, to travel, which I mean, it's all fun stuff, <laughs> but um, and also do different sports. So as a kid, I did so many different sports, but I never liked, like I was good at everything, but I never got uh, passionate about anything because I felt like it was not my thing. Well, I didn't feel like obviously I was just doing because your mom is a role model. Um, and, and so I think I got so used to being told what to do, who to be, that I didn't even know. And this was interesting because you don't know what you don't know. Right. So I didn't know that you could start questioning yourself, <laughs> you know, and now we're like, we're so fortunate, uh, living in this world that we have so many resources, free resources available, and everything is here if you want it. And we have everything inside of us. We just need to tap into it. But again, I didn't know that. So I have built my identity in a certain way uh, that appealed to others. Because again, it was easy to deal with me it was easy to love me because I was a good girl yeah and and so when I started to rebel <laughs> with myself and realizing that like why are you doing this like why why are you doing so I've, I've become like two different not I'm still me like it's not that it's a different person but I just came to realization that now I can really be me and if I want to be bold and if I want to go like Rah, rah, I will do it because why not? Oh, yeah, gee. <laughs> oh, man, I see so much of um, our stories being so similar. I love that I wanted to rebel. I want to be. Tell me about a time when you've rebelled in the sense that you're talking about. <sighs> I think, um, like, a, a big example as a bigger picture is my business. So I am not building my business on how others want me to be. Like obviously I create a service that is in demand and I'm, I'm good at, but why am I good at it? Because I, again, I shoot with my heart, not with my mind. And because I have that energy that is pure authentic energy, and um, and so I don't I don't look what um, other photographers do. Um, I don't compare myself like I used to, but I don't anymore because I don't believe in competition. Because everyone is different. Because everyone like people come to me because of me. Yes, I take good photos, but they come to me because of me. Um, and and so that was I think the biggest realization for me saying, okay, this is my business, my rules. I can do whatever feels good to me. I'm in the business because I feel fulfilled and I feel happy in doing what I do. And so I think that was the biggest rebellion. I didn't want to, because if I, if I was looking just what was around and I was like, oh, okay, do headshots this way, you know, like, like even all the little things, bits and pieces, and you've done my shoots, <laughs> you know it. I have no rules. My only rule is to be yourself or try to really get it out, you know, have fun and just 
just be in the moment and 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 you know have the best day that's my only rule the rest and that's the rebellion that's that's the rebellion because i don't care like i don't care what people think at all which ironically that rebellion has i think turned you into the best photographer i've ever experienced and i'll never forget on our photo shoot and you said to me in advance you know what are we into and i talked about baseball and roller skating and you said bring any props you want and i'm thinking props <laughs> for a professional photo shoot that was interesting and we did photo shoots with my baseball bat and um with my roller skates on and we played with colors and i love that there were times when it's like let's just even experiment with the backgrounds and you grabbed an old work ladder that was stand that was sitting there and we put that in the photo shoot with this princess pink skirt on like it was it was the most heartfelt experience and that came through and I remember when you shared all the proofs with me and there were hundreds of them and besides the one where you know I had a kooky face or you know didn't like that angle of myself I loved them all and I never ever ever have said that about a photo because I've never felt like it's captured who I was inside. You did that in one photo shoot and it was magical, magical. So you, I, I think it's almost um, a disservice to call you a personal branding photographer because it is so much more than that. But you've got to therefore keep your energy high, right? I think that's absolutely part of your signature style but there must be days like forget about the times when you've done the deep work on yourself because that's that's not a quick fix but there must be days where <laughs> your energy is a little bit lower or a little bit flatter or even a moment how do you get around that what are some sort of quick fixes that that raise your vibration or get your energy higher because it has to be because you've got a client walking in the door or you're on show somewhere how do you do that yeah, so for me, keeping that level of energy is very important because I work with energy and I have to be able, I have to have enough energy to hold space. Uh, and sometimes it can be very vulnerable space. Well, most often. Um, so for me, there are several things that work really well. Um, I am very connected with nature. I need grounding. So I'm Pisces uh, as, a, as a star sign. So I'm all water, all emotional, <laughs> emotional and creative. Um, so I need to be around water, going to the ocean, even just like looking at the ocean, having a hot, long shower helps so much. So it just relaxes me, even walking on the grass or walking on the beach. So this is um, one, something like really quick fix is uh, changing the energy in your body as in moving. You can jump, you can, I sometimes put the, the craziest, like my favorite song is Don't Stop Me Now from Freddie Mercury. I put that song and immediately I just get my mood shifted and I'm like, yes, okay, I'm going there. I set intentions, like I see it, I do like a little meditation. I sit even five minutes and grounding myself and breathing in, breathing helps a lot um, and really setting an intention because I cannot afford to be in a negative state because for me, reputation is everything. And um, 
I have to give, like I decide, this is my, my obviously decision, like I need to give the best experience to every client. It's not fair if they are not getting full me, if I'm not in the best space. So I am responsible and I'm accountable with myself and with my clients to always be at, the, at my best. Again, so it costs me money, literally. <laughs> So yeah, so these are my my quick fixes. So just like little little moves, dances, or yeah, cuddle a puppy and like even watch some silly videos on Instagram, like from cats, you know, <laughs> falling from <laughs> from the kitchen bench. I don't know. Like <laughs> but it's funny, isn't it? Sometimes it is these simple things. I'm obsessed with dad jokes, really corny dad jokes, and I subscribe to all these dad joke sites and. If ever I need that quick little, you know, uplift of energy, I literally just go onto one of my dad joke sites and <laughs> within seconds I feel that laughter and that joy rising up and it brings my energy back up to the surface. Yeah. And and I, I do believe, you know, you said that if your energy's down, it, it costs you money. And it does. And no matter what, especially in the business where you're dealing with people, I do believe it's all about managing energy. And, and that means appropriately doing it. Sometimes it means, you know, raising it. Sometimes it means bringing it down, depending on the environment, the circumstances and what it's like. Given you are always so positive and upbeat, how do you sit with being vulnerable? Whew. Um, hmm. <laughs> um, so vulnerability, because I work a lot with people who are vulnerable with me, I have also learned to be, oh, it's, it's a little bit harder for me to be vulnerable because there's this Russian, tough Russian coming <laughs> and I'm like, no, I cannot be vulnerable. Like vulnerable if weak, vulnerability is weakness. This is how I thought before. Now, actually, I see it as such a courageous thing to do, to be vulnerable but it also comes to trust because I think if we've been hurt a lot, it's really hard to be vulnerable because you don't you protect yourself and you don't want to go in that space and again be hurt. So you have to feel absolutely safe with the person who you are vulnerable with. I think that's the that's number one thing. And I have been also working a lot of uh, doing a lot of work on vulnerability because um because i have a lot to share and and for example even my book it was one of those things that that was like the first big official vulnerability moment <laughs> you know of getting myself out there and telling my story because vulnerability can um can help others to relate so there's so much strength in it and i've realized that um, so there were a few people who read my chapter and they could relate to different parts of my chapter uh, of my life. And that was just, I'm like, wow, this is, there's so much power in words and in sharing your story authentically because someone else can read it or can listen to it. And if they relate, they don't, they, they don't feel lonely anymore. They don't feel like they are the only one experiencing this. So that's why I think it's so important to 
to share not just successes and wins and c- congratulate each other like obviously yes support absolutely but also to be there and hold space without trying to fix anything just hold like you are so good at holding space <laughs> you are amazing <laughs> like you are just you know uh you make anyone feel safe and seen to 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 get someone to to feel seen and heard it's it's a gift and we can all do it if we just mindfully do it if we're aware of it but so oof, it's powerful it's power it's creating that really deep connection i completely agree and a big part of this podcast and why i've called it courageous me is and a commitment i've made to it is to be vulnerable because i would also say that over the years and always being the person that's uplifting and trying to create space for others to be vulnerable i've probably not been as much myself i've tried to keep that good girl kind of perfect persona and hey let's get real nobody's perfect and gee since i've and i've been doing a lot of inner work like you have too but working on being vulnerable sharing where things are not perfect even something as simple as asking for help to me that was weakness and vulnerability just what you said before i'm not russian but still that that sign of weakness if i can't do it all myself yet in actual fact as a as somebody who gets asked to do things and asked to do favors i love it when people ask me so it was almost like well if i love it so much if i'm not asking others i could be depriving them of the pleasure of helping me out and by the way people can say no right they don't have to say yes um, but yeah i love i love and can you just share what your book is because when i read that and i already knew you and knew a bit about you but as i read it you're right where someone can relate then they don't feel so alone so sharing your vulnerability also allows you to give that gift to others and one line or one word or one comment that could actually change their lives just from sharing or hearing your story that you shared what what is the book so um i'll show you the book <laughs> Ooh, like that's pink. <laughs> i know it's, it's we didn't do it on purpose <laughs> Um, so it's called Magnetic Abundance and um, it's a collection of uh, stories from women uh, from all over the world um, talking about uh, what is abundance for each of them. Um, and so my my life, so I, I, it's really, to be honest, it's really hard to talk about your life in only one chapter. I had enough content to write like the full book. I realized this when I started writing, but it's really hard to condense it. Um, and so I have divided my chapter into uh, traveling. So I'm talking about places where I lived in and the pivotal points and how they basically brought um, like traveling brought to myself. And um, and so, and this is what abundance is to me as well. So I'm talking from uh, about the journey from coming from scarcity mindset to abundance mindset and what it means to me. Um, so I'm not going to tell you anything because if you want to read it, you can purchase it on Amazon. It's a, actually a number one bestseller. So I'm very proud of it. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so it's all about um, abundance has been a word, a big word for me last year and this year. Um, so I was I was really um, I was really connected to to the book, um, and I know quite a few uh, authors there. They actually some of them are my clients, which it just happened, you know, um, just just happened again as many things. Um, yeah, so I'm very yeah. It's been it's been a beautiful beautiful journey, like very colorful. <laughs> oh, I love color. <laughs> yeah, you do. And- and funny we're talking about abundance because my word for this year is actually abundance. And I've got it. I know you can't see, but I've got it written all around my office. And I definitely believe abundance touches so much of your life, so much of the work that we do and what we bring to the table. And, oh, that's it's certainly a topic for another stage. But those who do want your book, I'll put a link in the show notes Thanks. for how they can actually buy it. Because I loved reading it. I loved reading your story. Um, there's other people I know who were co-authors and loved reading their stories and insights that you don't necessarily know about others. So Ksenia, given you are someone that does go out of their way to do things, courage is a word that I would associate when I think of you along with energy. What's your courageous next step? So what's something that you've probably got to reach in and really find that that courage from deep within as part of the journey next what is it (laughs) even thinking about it i already got like oh contraction in my belly um so and this is a big thing because if i say it out loud it means you know i'm putting it out in the universe so i'll just do it because i i love taking risks i like you know doing things uh, that are very out of my comfort zone so my next courageous move um is to actually get on stage and speak uh speak about my experiences and also uh again being vulnerable i'm ready i'm ready to be vulnerable um and uh speak and inspire and motivate uh like you are such an inspiration for me as, as a speaker too so i always look up to you um so i i feel like yeah why not like i want to reach bigger audiences i want to i want to touch more hearts um and again even if i can reach one person and and they can you know get this beautiful feeling of increase and like just the feeling of you know relatability again and gratitude I guess then I've done my job oh just even talking to you on this podcast I've got a feeling of increase what scares you about getting on a stage given you have got one of the most beautiful inspiring stories you are so eloquent in your words. The work you do lifts others up all the time. What scares you about a stage? <laughs> <laughs> You're pushing my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you get on a stage. It was the last I thing I ever do, Ksenia. I know you will. <laughs> you are withdrawing your gifts from so many more people by not being on a stage. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that's my mind that is playing... Um, like if I if I speak from my heart, if I don't prepare anything, and if I just literally speak from my heart, um, I I can deliver it. But then because I know like on stage you have to 
do a lot of like there has to be a structure there has to so I'm my fear is that I will get uh, like I will forget the words I'll be nervous I'll be like because there's a lot to consider when you're on stage you have to connect with people you have to look in their eyes you have to really talk to each and one of them but then be calm like there's some this like it's actually like it's it's my next challenge because I think this is such a great part of personal development as well <laughs> like every oh, if you want any personal development seriously go and talk on a stage yeah. you, you get it all shoved right down yes. in front of you in one big foul swoop yeah actually it's not even at the time it's the lead up to it the the feelings that go through your body that oh my god I'm not good enough what if people don't mm-hmm. like it what if I forget what I'm going to say and from my experience none of that happens if you're talking from the heart and if you're allowing yourself to be you and that is something I feel you've mastered and I know it's a journey and a continuing journey but you are one person that absolutely shows up as herself in your true Ksenia style with your identity as you choose and all you need to do therefore is to bring that to the table and you're going to rock it. Oh, wow. And next time we jump on this podcast, you're going to tell me about all the stages you've spoken on. And now it'll scare. I still get nervous when I get up and speak on a stage. Still get nervous. But I know how to do it. I know that I get past it. I know that I get off that stage at the end and go, Woo-hoo, let me do that again. And you will too. I'll guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. I think it's because that's it's just such a new thing. It's like writing a book. Now I've written a book, like a chapter. It's not as scary anymore. I can write another one. So I think it's that one, one, I don't have uh, the uh, evidence yet that I can. And how do you get the evidence, Ksenia? By doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Oh my goodness. We could seriously talk all day. If now, Yes, you are part author, part empowerment coach. You also are a photographer. So if there's anyone listening that, well, they all need you, but how do they go about going through the experience, which gives them that whole personal branding uh, footprint because they get photos out of it? How do, how do people work with you in that respect? Um, so from work in in terms of as a photographer as a photographer if i wanted to sign up with you how oh, does it yeah. work yeah. yeah so i um i love to make it very simple <laughs> for my clients so um i i have a connection call first just to see if we have a good fit because um i need to have people who are aligned and who are at the same wavelengths um and after that, we like I send a very extensive questionnaire where I ask um, quite a few deep questions on your personal brand, but not only, but also on what drives you, what, what's your purpose. So we're going deep, deep, deep. And this is really good, actually, for some people to ask these questions um, and to use maybe eventually in their business. So it's kind of like a business coaching <laughs> session, tiny bit. Um, and uh, in the studio, it's all-inclusive experience. I've got hair and makeup artists on, um, on site. So we do the beautiful preparation. We have a three-hour shoot in the studio. You can bring as many outfits as you like. We play, we do dress-ups, we have fun, we put fun music, just 
dance if we want to or just sit and talk like whatever like there again there are no rules and then um the best and you know it's just about it's all about trusting and um and yeah and being being you like as i as i've said before because if you are you like there is no one else like you like no one else like you are the unique unique person and it, it is true like we're all we're all unique totally and if you need some of that uniqueness to be captured in photos i cannot recommend getting a photo shoot done if you need to update your website you need any sort of marketing or just personal branding ksenia is absolutely your girl and it is the most beautiful experience of all i just in closing i want to really thank you for sharing with us for being vulnerable and you know letting us on the inside letting us see some of what goes on behind the scenes from someone who is always so upbeat and so high energy and who always leaves people feeling that level of increase after they've met so grateful for you i will put all the details of how people can get in touch with you in the show notes but do reach out to her read her book get in touch it will literally it's like, you know, rainbows and fairy floss at your beck and call, but with a real touch of earth and groundedness and inspiration. You're a delight. You change people's lives and you're just a beautiful human. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Kim. I'm <laughs> crying. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a million for joining me on this episode of Courageous Me. I hope it ignited a spark or two within you. To keep the inspiration flowing, hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more episodes. We've got loads of amazing stories of courage, passion and practical tips coming your way. For all the show notes, resources and ways that we can connect, head to courageousme.com.au. And your feedback is incredibly valuable. So if you enjoyed the show, I'd love you to leave a review and a rating. It'll help me spread more of this love and reach more wonderful people just like you. Until we meet again, my friend, always remember, you've got this.